0: Well, good morning everybody, my name is Hayden, I am the worship director here at Arbor Church, and today I'm joined by Cliff Tatema, our interim pastor, and Ryan Plants, our lead pastor. All right, so um, we have, this is our second time sitting down to record and, and talk. Uh, Ryan, it is currently your first week here at Arbor, and um, we recorded a podcast video um, as a group with all the staff members. But then um, we thought about it and chatted and said maybe it'd be a cool um, experience for the listeners and the congregation to be able to sit down and have um, kind of the baton pass that we had on Sunday, but as a conversation. So I've asked uh, yourself and Cliff to sit down, and we're just going to talk about um, maybe some context of Arbor, your guys' uh, past experiences, see if there's any overlap there. Mm-hmm. So um, Cliff... I want you to be as, as brutally honest as <laughs> as you can be. Um, what was it like walking into Arbor, let's say, was that a year and a half ago now?
1: Just just about. Yeah, yeah. so what was months. it like walking
0: yeah. into Arbor a year and a half
1: ago? Well, it was, um, I'll use the word strange. I don't know if that's brutal enough or not, but uh, can I say more? strange <laughs> only because remember COVID was we were just starting to come out of COVID as far as Arbor's concerned. Yeah. I think you guys had only been meeting a couple of weeks. Yeah. And so our previous conversations had all been on zoom mm-hmm. and, uh, it was like, yeah, so it was, it was wasn't just starting a new thing with a church that has experienced difficulties, but it was starting a new thing with a church mm-hmm. that experienced difficulties in COVID. Yeah. And, uh, I think that was our first discussion. I, I don't know how many times Allison would ask me, um, well, in your previous experiences, what yeah. happened in this situation or that? Mm-hmm. And I would always kind of look and go, well, I'm not sure it has bearing right now because mm-hmm. this is new to all of us. Yeah. So I think for me, it felt like instead of coming in and having all the answers, it felt like I'm coming. We're all trying to figure it out together because mm. none of us have been down this road before. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: and and. Before Arbor, you had been up north, Mount Vernon area, um, yes. with with Christ the King, right? Correct. So you had came from a different context. Uh, which, how far away is Mount Vernon, mileage wise? Um, about well from Woodenville, uh, what sixty maybe? Yeah, yeah. And I think we would both agree on this. Uh, contextually, very different places, even oh, though yes. it's not very far. Right. The difference in the people, right. the faith communities. It's just. I don't want to be extreme and say night and day, but it's a pretty big difference. It is. You a big got difference. to walk into it. We got to experience some of um, how you were used to running things, doing things. It was just a, a, a very large difference. Correct. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I want to bounce over to you, Ryan. Um, you were entering at a church for seven months before you came out to Arbor, is that right? Nine months. Nine months, sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what were you doing, let's say? relative time of when cliff came to arbor a year and a half ago what were you and carrie and the kids up to
2: yeah so a year and a half ago we were at a church um in that same area okay um and i was a teaching pastor Mm -hmm. and like associate pastor so i had a a group of the staff that i oversaw and um mentored and then Mm -hmm. spent a lot of my weekends teaching at this at this church so
0: and then you got to experience being in ministry the 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 bombshell of COVID, correct? Oh yeah, yeah.
2: I I remember when you know we first heard news of it. Carrie and I were actually on a vacation um in -hmm. Florida, um and we were walking around uh Saint Augustine was which is where we were just for a quick weekend, Mm -hmm. and we were watching the news with this other couple that we were with, yeah, and walking around town and we were thinking to ourselves if this thing is really what it is. This is probably the last time we're going to experience this in a while. Yeah, and we but we had no idea how long yeah. what was coming because yeah. I remember sitting at a staff meeting talking about it, mm. being like, "Well, yeah, we're probably going to have to not do church for yeah. a couple weeks, yeah. right? <laughs> right, exactly." And and exactly. I remember someone in the staff meeting being like, yeah. "No, that's ridiculous. Mm. We're going to be meeting next weekend." Yeah. And yeah. like for us, the way our church handled it in Michigan, mm. you know, seven months later, we finally met in person again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow.
0: So um, it's it's very interesting. The the three of us were obviously all three at different churches when COVID struck. I remember being here at Arbor. It was, let's figure out a way to live stream as soon as possible. And then when COVID got more and more serious, we're like, we can't have all these people coming into the building to help us live stream. So we went to a pre-recording kind of setup where we would film the message, film worship, all of that, and do a lot of it from home as well. Um, but we were all three in different context. let's say a year and a half ago, two years whenever COVID officially began. Um, I do want to kind of focus a little bit of time on that. The difference in context, right? Cliff, you were in Mount Vernon, 60 miles away. You were over in Michigan, which is, I don't even know how many miles away. More than 60. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. a little. Yeah. I'll check later. We'll get a fact check on that. Um, yeah. But Cliff, you came to Arbor, you got to see kind of the the mess of COVID, the mess of uh, previous leadership failures at our church. And then Ryan, you're coming in, um, I guess two years kind of after all that hit and and getting to spend some time with Cliff who has helped us tremendously in that repair and healing process. Um, Cliff, what has been, from the, the moment that you came in to now, the the biggest difference you've seen here at Arbor.
1: Mm. Wow, that's a great question, Hayden. Um, I think when I first came, my first thought was not who will ultimately be here, but my first thought was just how how hurt are we, and how will we work through that. Mm. And and to some extent, you also kind of have this curiosity thought of who will still be there mm. when we do. Yeah, uh, but I was. I guess I came in confident that um, we would work through it, mm-hmm. and hopeful that a lot of people would uh, engage in that process mm-hmm. with us. Yeah. But I think for the first, I don't know, six or nine months, mm-hmm. we weren't even thinking about, uh, well, let's hurry up and get somebody else. It was more, let's just let's just take care of ourselves yeah. here for a minute, mm-hmm. and. Um, and so I think that was a really healthy process and and Ryan has done the interim thing too. When I first came, the elder said, How long do you think it'll be? And I said, Nine months to two years, but I would expect closer to a year. Mm-hmm. And um, but I hadn't been through as I said, I haven't been through anything like like this and mm-hmm. like COVID added mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. So it was it's been a very interesting ride. And mm-hmm. um and one that has gotten more precious, I think, as you go through difficult times with people, yeah. you draw closer together, you mm-hmm. know. So yeah, yeah,
0: and Ryan, you um, you you were an interim for nine months before uh, coming to Arbor. Was there quite a bit of hurt and pain and uncertainty at that church that you were stepping into, um, in uh, Muskegon?
2: Yeah. Um- you know, uh, partially around COVID, mm-hmm. I, I think that just was difficult for every church to process and to know how to handle, um, not just from the standpoint of how mm-hmm. divisive that issue eventually became, uh, but as you mentioned earlier, just all the technical stuff right. around it. And I think certain churches were more um, equipped or able yeah. to handle that. And, and, and uh, the church I was previously at um, was just not in a place mm-hmm. to, you know, handle the technical needs yeah. of, of doing live streaming and all of that. Um, but for a variety of reasons, you know, that church was was really in a hurting place, not just because yeah. of COVID, but some previous things that had happened at that church over the last half decade. Yeah. Um, but uh, like I'd mentioned in our previous um, recording, um, I really do believe that God has been using this season yeah. um, to refine us as a church, not just in Michigan or Mount Vernon yeah. or, or here in Woodenville. Uh, but i think the church at large Mm -hmm. um enduring this trial and and the suffering and and the refining that has gone along with that and and i think i think we're going to see Mm -hmm. um some incredible fruit as a result of of Mm -hmm. what god has Mm -hmm. done and how he has providentially used Mm
1: -hmm. what we've had to go through over these last few years yeah Yeah, i agree with that yep yep and i think he's right uh so right in that each church handled it differently you know prior to arbor my Previous job was actually um, over a network of twenty-two mm-hmm. churches, yeah. and when uh, COVID hit, it was so interesting because each church handled it differently, as, mm-hmm. like you would expect with different people, right? Yeah. Uh, and about of those of those churches, probably about forty percent were were not technologically up to what they needed to get yeah. to to survive COVID. So that was our first immediate thing was how to jump in and get everybody within, within two weeks up live running and, yeah. uh, and doing that stuff. Yeah. So. Certain
2: churches were able to, you know, like the body year yeah. half ago, um, you're able to have nice cameras and certain staff yeah. designated for that thing. Whereas the church I was at previously, like immediately, um, uh, the, at, at Evanston, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was laptops and those sorts of things, yeah. you know, just to, just to make, just to create some kind of content, um, to engage with yeah. Uh, yeah. while we had to be apart.
1: Yeah. Mm.
2: So uh, Cliff and Ryan, you guys have had
0: some time to, uh, obviously you guys chatted during the interview process when Ryan came out, and then you guys have had the opportunity to talk on the phone, I'm um, not sure how many times, but has there been some shared experiences that you guys have both felt, um, Ryan, for you back in Muskegon, and then Cliff coming here to Arbor, have you guys had any sort of, um, oh yeah, I've been through that too, or I experienced that here at Arbor, or did you say Evanston, is that the church? Yeah. Has there been any uh, sort of shared experiences in your interim roles? No, I don't think so. What do you think, Cliff?
1: (laughs) 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 No, one was in Michigan and the other has been... (laughs) (laughs) Too too different. Yeah, Yeah, too too different. different.
2: (laughs) Well, um, (laughs) I I think, you know, I mean, I don't want to step on the question, but I think, you know, just this past Sunday at the installation service, uh, I think seeing um you know how emotional it got for all of us but i know for you too cliff yes um you know the the pain of leaving something that you you know thought was temporary or it was temporary um i think that can can catch you by surprise and i think we share that
1: yeah big time because you were still you were sharing that with us that you were kind of surprised about the intensity of that yes and and i have been through this before Mm -hmm. um but uh but most of the time that I've been through it before, you're not. It wasn't 100 percent of my time. It yeah. wasn't my singular focus. I was doing other things along with it, mm-hmm. and it was still. But I think the catch you by surprise is a great way to put it because um, uh, that's what happened to me on Sunday. Is yeah. is I've I've mm-hmm. thought of it, but I've thought of it very clinically, and mm-hmm. uh, all of a sudden it it's real, and you're going, mm-hmm. oh, wait a minute, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna actually hand this thing mm-hmm. to this. Young, good-looking guy who's going to like take it. <laughs>
2: who? Who was? Yeah. We just talk about Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
1: yeah so it's <laughs> it is it's, it's handing your baby off, and and there is something that, and I and I'll say this, um, Hayden. Uh, to address your question, how much time of Ryan and I spent together? Not a lot, mm-hmm. not a lot. For one, I was not involved in the interview process with a search team. Mm-hmm. So really our first conversation of any significance mm-hmm. was when, um, you guys flew out to be interviewed by the elders yep, yeah. back in April, back in April. And we happened to go out to dinner with elders and, and some of the spouses and yeah. all that. And we were sitting next to each other and there was enough crosstalk on the other tables that mm-hmm. we got a chance to have a little conversation mm-hmm. about 15 minutes or so. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that was really the connection. But for me, it was, it was that little piece was the beginning for me of confirmation of what I had felt, but didn't know. Yeah. Which was I would felt like I trusted the search team. I trust I trust the elders. We this 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 body of believers has got a great group of elders. Mm-hmm. And um mm-hmm. and I trusted them following the Holy Spirit. So I felt like, no, Ryan is the guy. I believe that Holy Spirit's called him here. Mm. But you know, he hadn't passed my muster yet. Yeah. No, and it was tough too. Those fifteen minutes were hard. Yeah. You know, you really grilled me. <laughs> yeah. At that dinner. It was sure it was yeah. brutal. I, yeah. What do you think? You I was really come? excited when the
2: dinner finally came. I was like, All right, here we go, you know <laughs>
1: But I think that, for me, has been the greatest sense of, um, I'll say, elation. Yeah. Um, You know, my wife was asking me about that. She said, well, how are you really feeling about this? And I said, you know, I feel really good about it. I feel, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going through the emotions of the loss already but Mm -hmm. when you feel like this is the right person that you're handing your baby to that that it's lined up that way god it's god ordained yeah and then as we have spent a little bit of time together to me it's just been one confirmation after another on on that score so i'm really excited about it
2: yeah Mm.
0: ryan one of the things that you have mentioned the the past couple times uh obviously this podcast and the one before that we did, um, you had mentioned about how COVID has really changed a lot of about churches and, and um, it's gonna be a time of refinement and, and just no other way to say it, but there's gonna be a lot of change. What has been um, something tangible, specific about the change that's been happening that you really appreciate about churches?
2: Uh, for me personally, um, what I've seen in churches and what I've experienced in my own life is a movement more toward um, creating, ro- mm. like I've been using this word, robust disciples, mm. yeah. and and not just individuals who are part of the flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, what we've seen, um, how, at least one of the ways I've seen God use COVID, yeah. is, is this need to create robust disciples who are truly formed and shaped mm. by the way of Jesus mm. uh, through various spiritual disciplines and practices. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, COVID came in like a freight train and <laughs> yeah. and really just decimated so many churches. Yeah. Um, and um, I think that that's really, it's hard to see. It's mm. it, it brings a lot of sorrow uh, mm. because you just see like, as, as a pastor, yeah, you feel like, where do we go wrong? Mm-hmm um how how did we we thought we were doing all of these things right and yet all of these people's all these people were clearly discipled Mm -hmm. uh informed by something other than the way of jesus yeah um and and um, my my hope is that what we see in the months and years to come Mm. those individuals who um have have fallen away or Mm. or the weariness that we feel that Mm. we would all that we would find the sense of restoration in Mm. continuing to follow the way of jesus and continue to be to to be shaped and formed by Mm. him Uh, that's where i've seen a lot of the the churches that have really begun to kind of move i think in the Mm. direction that the spirit is leading Mm. um, out of this season it's not a return to let's go back to the way we did it in 2018 and 2019 even though Man, those were some great years. I I, I just think like there was a lot of joy in my life in ministry. Mm -hmm. I've talked to a a few of you at Arbor and um, I'm sure for you as well, like those years were really, really good. um, But I think God has something even better Mm. uh, in store for the church.
1: Yeah, and I think it's gonna be better, not because it's bigger, Mm -hmm. but because it's more real. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep.
0: So uh, this question is f- um, for either of you guys, or you guys can both answer it. Um, what is something that you would love um, congregants here at Arbor or people that are just a part of the kingdom um, to be aware of in terms of something that's concerning that's came out of COVID? Um, whether it's I know I know we, we were very hopeful now we're going kind of dark, but yeah. what's something that you guys see as pastors as leaders of churches? as we should probably address this before it gets out of hand that you may be seen through COVID.
2: I'll go first. Cool, cool. I, I just I think the the disunity and de- divisiveness. Mm-hmm. I think we have been formed by um our our culture in a way that has um uh uh defined itself by what we're against yeah and, and by by our enemy. Mm-hmm. Um and and I just you just don't see that in the life of christ right um you see a hospitable welcoming Mm -hmm. individual uh who is creating a community marked by love now that does not mean um that there aren't hard things that jesus calls us to and changes to make um but but i think that there is a distinct um aroma about Mm -hmm. the church that should be different than the culture yeah and um it's it's been sad to see that um, the culture has influenced the church mm-hmm. um, far more than I think we ever thought. Mm-hmm. And my hope is that what we would see a, a, a pushback in the power of the spirit mm-hmm. against that um, and that we would see greater
1: unity mm-hmm. within the body of Christ. That's my hope. Yeah. And you use disunity and what was the other D word? Divisiveness. Divisiveness. And I'll tack another one on disenfranchisement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that in the process of COVID, there's been a group of believers who have become disenfranchised with the mm. church in in this, they may still watch online. I'm not saying that they aren't, aren't followers of Christ anymore, but they've abandoned being a vital part of the body. Mm. And that doesn't mean coming on a Sunday even. It just means being engaged with the body of Christ. Mm. And somehow we have to reach those people. Mm. Honestly, I think before they hit significant crises in their lives, because yeah. they're going to, mm-hmm. and they won't have the support system around them. Mm-hmm. that yeah. uh, that was there even in its in its with it all of its faults mm-hmm. in what i'll call the previous model where people were showing up on a weekend and all that kind of stuff so i think the good work of the of where we go f- going forward is mm-hmm. how do we put those relationships together mm-hmm. uh, in a way that really reaches out and and draws those people back into a healthy relationship mm-hmm. robust disciples which means yeah. you're doing life together mm-hmm. and that means you're doing the the ugly stuff along with the easy stuff you mm-hmm. know and uh, i when i see jesus uh, that's the way he was operating mm. and i think the good thing of COVID is it gives us the opportunity to go back to mm. that kind of uh relational discipleship mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and I would say about those people who maybe are disenfranchised or who have really big questions about Jesus or the Mm -hmm. church out of COVID who were once part of a church or walking Mm -hmm. with Jesus, uh, my hope also is that Arbor would be a place where those people would feel safe and Mm -hmm. welcomed uh, to to re-engage that and to continue to Mm -hmm. ask those questions, that they wouldn't be judged for questioning those things Mm -hmm. because, I mean, personally, I've had a lot of those questions over the last couple of years as mm. well i've had a, a bit of a gut check about what does it what does it mean to be a pastor what does mm. it mean to be a follower of jesus what does it mean to actually be the church in america yeah. in the 21st century yeah. and i think these are important mm. questions that we have to ask mm-hmm. and that we have to welcome and and yeah. there's going to be some tough conversations and i think there's mm. going to be some things we have to leave behind yeah. and some difficult practices we have to um take up moving yeah. forward
1: See that's why i like this guy so much because he's willing to <laughs> ask the questions right <laughs> yeah. and to to say let's let's embrace that yeah. let's let people be yeah. involved in that mm-hmm. and that's uh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah that's just really encouraging i think when we do that and one mm-hmm. of the things that has really excited me is we spent quite a bit of time when i first came here and hayden you'll remember this um saying do we really, what what really is our mission? And we, yeah. we kind of recreated yeah. the mission and we said, yeah. what really are our values? And we looked at and we kind of redid our values. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that didn't change was the heart to say, we really want to be reaching out to the last, the least, and the lost. Yeah. And uh, and I love that about Ryan is that that's where his focal point comes. Now, the, the, the tough part of that is when it really comes to playing out because now all yeah. sudden they're going to come. And, and so I think I'm excited for the time when we see Uh, More than grief share, we see see things like celebrate recovery, get refired up here, and other things that will just really have a place for those people to land.
2: Mm. And I I think it's it's easy. It's not easy, (laughs) um, but it's a lot more um, natural for us to reach out, like you said, to the last, to the least, and the lost when we recognize that that's not some group out there yeah it's, yes. us. <laughs> it's us yeah, yeah. Amen, and, and and that's that's who who we all are and by the grace of god he's not moved us from that to something else in a certain sense certainly our identity changes when we are in christ um but we are you know broken hurting people in desperate need of the grace strength yeah. and love of jesus mm and um the more we humble ourselves and remind us of Mm -hmm. remind ourselves of that daily the easier it is to press into those relationships with individuals who are hurting who 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 need Mm -hmm. that hope
1: yeah it's so good that's Mm -hmm. so good
0: yeah um cliff you you mentioned uh when we had that it must have been more than one day that whiteboarding session where we went through mission statement uh you know values all of that um and you have definitely left uh, a significant footprint when I think about whether it's our Sunday mornings, uh, including more prayer in the service, having our um, you know, our prayer team up in the corner, or the way that we do staff meetings because before as a staff, we were so comfortable, on the couches, and then you made us sit on hard chairs around a table (laughs) and do our staff meetings there. It's good for focus, you know? Yeah, I get that, that's that's not changing. (laughs) (laughs) There's footprints and and fingerprints everywhere um, of your time here, and and you also had quite a few messages that you were so ready to share with us um, on Sunday mornings. Is there anything, um, I won't, Phrase it in a negative way, but is there anything that you feel like uh, you would have liked to change this or uh, bring this in, make people aware of? Um, or is there anything that you'd pass along to Ryan in terms of advice or insight of? These are uh, maybe a few more things that we need to do as a church
1: to move forward. Yeah. Wow. Hayden, you kind of just opened the door wide open. I know. I want you, you to be brutal, of, man. I yeah, want I want yeah, you to be know, the man. tough love. You know, I, I, I feel very blessed in mm. that... Um, I don't feel like there's a whole bunch of stuff that I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't get a chance to talk about. It. I didn't get a chance yeah. to talk about. It. I really feel like that a lot of that God gave me the opportunity to do, and yeah, and, and it was really very enjoyable to see that happen. Yeah, I think I think you know when somebody leaves, Moses when he left, he turns to Joshua and he says, "Be of be of good courage," and he I think four times in that first yeah. first chapter, he keeps talking about being courageous. You know, and I think to the I, I would just say that same thing for Ryan mm. but for the staff and the elders as well mm-hmm. and here's the courage it's got to be in this time frame keeping Jesus so central yeah that that when people you know i i've had a chance to to uh minister in another church uh, off and on here over the last months and it's so interesting because it's just like the diametric opposite of some of what we have going on here mm-hmm. and yet they need to hear the same thing it's about, yeah. it's about jesus it's about jesus it's about jesus it's about jesus come back to him and keep him central and keep everything else yeah. uh, secondary to that so mm-hmm. um you know that it, and we've already said it so that's yeah. just an encouragement to yeah. stay the path that way mm-hmm. i think we've we've come through some difficult things yeah um as a staff as leadership of the church where that was really tested mm-hmm. and and honestly i'm very thankful for um for leadership on both sides of that to come back to that and and t- try to walk that saying, we love you who thinks this way, and we love you who think this way, Yeah. but here's where we're at with Jesus, yeah. and we want to embrace both of you. So yeah. that's been really cool. I, I won't get into all the things I wish I hadn't done because then we'd yeah. be too long. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: one of the things I appreciate about your time is you, um, you really, made yourself the the lightning rod, right? Of if there were some things that we wanted to do and to change. And a big a big focus of when you were first here was just to refine things and to, um, whether you want to call it trim the fat, like focus on the most important uh, thing in our ministries. And obviously, when you decide to cut things off or, or to go smaller and more focused, there's some people that can be... Um, upset right because that's something that they wanted and and you really allowed us who had kind of been through when i say us the staff like we had been through just some tough waters people got to go and and let you have like just let you have it yeah. and tell you what they thought and it was such a blessing to have somebody like that and you definitely weathered i'm a blessed lot. by that too that that was <laughs> yeah, <his role>. yeah. <laughs> absolutely well, i think um, we're yeah. just going to keep Cliff around as the lightning rod yeah. <laughs> for
2: perpetuity so uh, uh, um uh, uh, yeah, let's keep his
0: email I, active. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Let, let me come back. Hey, the lightning rod's coming back. <laughs> yeah, he exactly. Save that for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons that honestly that um, being a good interim pastor yeah. um, is helpful when you have a little bit of age because you've mm. seen that happen and yeah. you can you can take a little bit more of that without taking offense by that. And I yeah. think the other thing is uh, in, in that process. I mean, the Holy Spirit just has given me a, um, he just reminds me of what's behind that person and the hurt that's behind that person, uh, that it just happens yeah. to be pointed to me at the moment. And um, yeah. and and I'm very thankful that he's done that, or otherwise it it's sometimes could be too hurtful, but yeah. it really isn't and wasn't. And so there's a, mm-hmm. there's a part of me that I look at that and think it was a privilege to step in mm-hmm. and be able to be that so that... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that the staff and the elders could get a little rep- a little reprieve anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From uh from you know always being the 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 end the re- on the receiving end of that. So yeah. and that wasn't forever. We've been. Uh, I feel like the last months have not been. Oh no, uh, not at all. So not it's at been, all. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really good. The lightning's over.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. The lightning's <laughs> yeah. over.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good. For good. sure.
0: Um. All right. Well. Um. We're getting close on time but if there's anything else that you guys uh were thinking questions for each other um or any other thoughts you want to share um with the listeners uh the floor is yours and if the if there isn't anything i'll close this out
1: well i want to i I would say this um we all every person leads differently Mm. and i think one of the things that when i came that was an adjustment, and I know it was. I know it was for the staff. <laughs> uh, is that I led differently mm. than the previous pastor, and um, and so Ryan's going to lead differently than me. Honestly, mm. I think he'll make less mistakes than me because. Um, uh, Don't speak I, so soon. Uh, uh, right? well, we, I, well, I, this is but, my second day. But, okay, third day maybe. Right, like yeah. But 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 I think he'll make less than mm. me because of his his style of leadership. Mm. But he will make some. Mm. And so, uh, and really to have the freedom mm. to make them and know you are loved by the mm. people who care about you. I have pastored in both of those kinds of situations. Mm. One where everything I did was mm. looked at like, was that the right choice? Was that the right choice? And, mm. and second guessing every decision you made. And I, was, I pastored one church where my goodness, they just said, they knew my heart. Mm. And yeah. so if I made the wrong choice, they would go, You know, we think that was a kind of a dumb thing to do, but you know what? He's trying hard Mm. and we know his heart and -hmm. his heart's for Jesus and the lost. So Mm. we're okay. We, are still supporting him. It gave me such freedom to, to make difficult decisions Mm. and to take risks. Some of which turned out fantastically and some of which did not, (laughs) but they allowed me that, that privilege Mm -hmm. and I will always be indebted to that group of people. And I, so I want that. I want so much for Arbor Mm -hmm. to give that to Ryan, because Mm -hmm. I know this, I was at my best as a leader Mm -hmm. with that kind of support. And he will be too. So Mm -hmm. that's the final charge, I guess, that I would Mm -hmm. want to give our body believers here.
2: Yeah, and I'm just so grateful for you, Cliff, for your leadership at this church over the last year and a half. Um, I uh, couldn't have asked for a better person to pass off the Mm -hmm. baton to me. And uh, Mm -hmm. just hearing um, how you've been the lightning rod, Mm -hmm. and how you have led this church through this very difficult season Mm -hmm. um i I think arbor is where it is right now in large part to your leadership and so i'm so grateful for that and i'm even more excited now to be able to carry that on and and move forward with all of that work that's already been done so thank you sweet you bet
1: (laughs) privilege yeah uh
0: a few podcasts ago the last one we did before uh ryan got here brian and i Poured the the compliments and the praise on you, Cliff. But i I do wanna <laughs> I do wanna say again, it's been such a joy and um, just a pleasure to be able to chat with you every week as a in staff meetings, but also when we do this podcast. Um, it's been so refreshing to have a different perspective, and um, you have a lot of wisdom and a lot of especially funny stories that you get to share with us. But I really appreciate um, all that you've done and and how much you've helped us as a staff and the church and the congregation heal so um but like i said can't wait for you to come back as a guest um whether you're preaching or you're just stopping by and it'd be awesome to have you come back on the podcast so thank you yeah no problem well i would love to just wrap things up and um do you have anything ryan i saw you bring the microphone up okay I'm, i'm a little like i'm always ready to throw it back but um i got it Let's wrap things up. Thank you guys so much for listening or watching, and we will see you guys on Sunday. See you guys.